Happy Hour, a work, culture, and lifestyle show. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. Welcome to the show. If you like our show, we'd love if you shared it with a friend. And if you subscribed, well, we'd like that even more. Yes, we would. <laughs> and rated it. If you rate, gave us a little rating, that'd be cute. We've got some good ratings, by the way. Yeah, because we're... That. We're very good at this. We're at this correct. It's a hoot. We just won't share how long it took us to set up our own podcast <laughs> today because it was alarmingly long. I had the, this for- epiphany that I was like, I am definitely, you know, those people who get left behind by technology? Yes. I'm going to be one of those. So I need to make my wealth early. Yes. Fast. That's right. And then you can pay people to just to deal live with life that. for me. Yeah. I'll get myself an AI. It's important to keep Pal. it up. Yeah, I'm like, it's bizarre. I'm just really bad at the logical, like that kind of logical, like this would be plugging into this. So that means that this, it's just all of it goes straight over my head. So. I agree. Oh, well, how are you doing, Pen? Well, Brit, <laughs> I am really excited because it's a few days before the party of the year. That's correct. And, and I love that I we can feel confident in saying that. Uh of the year because it's really, there's nothing else really to compare it to. I'm having, I'm having a very small, safe and legal gathering for my birthday. It's going to be, it's going to be the most, uh, like the proportion of extraness yeah. compared to the amount of people is yeah. going to be a little embarrassing. Yeah, it will but be. We have nothing else to do and we are so excited. I've been preparing for this since <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> we're all, the funny thing is we're all going to take Corona tests before. So that, I mean, not, that's not the funny thing, but it's just the weird thing, I guess, yeah. is in order for like literally a handful of people to gather, we have to, you know, take a <laughs> Corona test. It's just wild to me, that, but I'm happy we're doing that because I'm all about safety first. Um, because then, you know, we can all relax and have a good time. Exactly. And the amount of like food that I'm preparing, I don't know what <laughs> who I think I'm, I, the amount that I'm preparing in terms of food and beverage is for like a group of 50 people. It's ridiculous. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I'll account for about 48 of those people. Perfect. Um, I actually was, I was saying to Britt the other week, like if I fail my Corona test for some weird reason, <laughs> I'm just coming anyway. I'm just going to gate just crash. Gonna give everybody else. Corona. I don't care. I need this. <laughs> I bought the sparkly pants. Exactly. <laughs> you're not going to be, you're not going to have Corona. I fucking hope not. That How are you, Britt? Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, I'm doing really good. I got my hair done today after not after probably, I don't know, five to six months since the last time I got Sheesh. a haircut. And um, it felt really good. But I got to say, this is a little notice out to uh, the men who listen. Like, here's another reason why women should be paid. I mean, I'm going to go for, <laughs> if not like more than men. We should be paid double. The upkeep the is upkeep, insanity. I mean, I can't even believe what these people charge for these things. I mean, it's crazy. You do not want to see us au natural, okay? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know that's that's the argument. It's like, oh, you don't have to do this stuff. And it's like, well, <laughs> what if I, anyways, whatever. But I'm just saying it's ridiculous. But it reminded me of, so being in this uh, hair salon today, I'm just such a, like, I'm so, we've talked about this before. I'm just mm. such, I'm, I'm so not a relaxed person. And whenever I see like, inefficiencies going on or 
things just happening that shouldn't be happening. It just irritates me so much. Yeah, like when you were just watching me set up the podcast <laughs> just now. That's Brit correct. just went silent. She was like, keep your thoughts to yourself, just Brit. keep it down. Yeah. It's Penny's house. I'm sure she knows what she's doing. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> it's like, but I just find like, you know, I've, I kind of forgot about that because, you know, we're not like interacting with businesses very much these days, mm-hmm. but there's this other coffee shop that's really close to me as well. And they like the, the inefficiency of the yeah. way that they operate. I, it just, it boggles my mind and they have like a lineup and you see people like leave the lineup. Cause they're like, every coffee takes like 10 minutes and they never take like another order before uh, the person has done. And gone. It's wild. Yeah. And yeah. Just going there every time I, I just laugh. Cause I, I, I now go there I go there because they're really nice and their coffee is really good. Um, but I always, but I only go there if I have the time because you never know if you might be waiting for 30 minutes. Hot take, guys. Honestly. Did you know that in one of those um, industrial espresso machines, mm-hmm. they have four to eight jets? That means you can make four to yeah. eight coffees at once. Yeah. Like when I worked, <laughs> there's no need to make one coffee at a time. I have been to so many cafes in Berlin and they're making one coffee at a time. time. Like they'll take your order and they'll be like, oh, so you want a flat white? And then then the next person, they're like, oh, so you want a latte? Oh, so you want an Americano? Guess what, guys? All of those things involve a shot of coffee. Line line up the shots. And I'm not saying this from inexperience. I used to make coffee in Sydney. We used to have one girl that did the shots and one girl that did the milk. And one person sometimes on Saturdays would take the orders because it was very busy. Right. And we were getting it done, okay? There's just no, there never seems to be a system in Berlin. Everybody's just too relaxed and happy, you know, to like make things work faster. That's what it it is. They have quality of life, those silly, silly people. That's it. (laughs) Anyway, so that's where I'm at. Great. I rate but yeah, ready exactly. to be uh, having a good time. Exactly. That's Perfect. It. Yeah. And you? Oh, just, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, uh, yeah, just trying to get all my work done so that I can party like it's 1999 on the weekend. Seriously. Although I'll tell you what's going to happen because we haven't done anything fun in so long. We're all just going <laughs> to blow our load really I, early. I said the same thing <laughs> literally to another friend. You'll probably vomit today. at 7 30 like, PM. I'm a little nervous because everybody, I'm like, we're gonna have to really like just pace ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to be careful. Yeah. Be responsible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or else but the I'm night will be over excited. at 10 and it, you know, all of our costume wear will be <laughs> gone. It's not costume, but you know, all of our getting readiness will just have gone to waste. Yeah. I can't have that. No, we can't. Yeah. Work. Work. What is work? I'm taking the <laughs> week off, so I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? Actually, this is really interesting because I uh, I was struggling um, to actually kind of take the week off. Mm-hmm. I'm more or less taking it off. From your like, point of view or from your client point of view? Like, no, from like my point of view. Oh. I felt guilty about it. And, oh, for Pete's sake, just, Brit. I know, it's a bit much. <laughs> it's a bit much. I know that's silly. And, and I, like when I talk to myself... I'm like, Brit, like you can really take the week off. It's really okay. When was mm-hmm. the last time you took a week off? Around Christmas time, you know? This is three, it's three months later. It's totally fair. Mm. And like, you know, I used to have six weeks vacation when I worked at a company, which is ridiculous That's in so Germany. Much. 
It's so good. You get six weeks vacation. When I moved here, I was like, you get how many weeks? Yeah, I know. And you have to take it. Yeah. Um, Or you get like the money for it or whatever. But I don't even know if that, if they can do that. You don't get the money. Yeah, they can't do that. You do in Australia though, which I used to love. they do in Canada, yeah. I was like, cash bonus for working myself into an early grave. Yeah, (laughs) loving it. I know, I actually, I mean, let's not get into that, but I had a big long conversation with uh, some Americans when I was there uh, working in San Francisco and literally all of them were like, no, no, we don't take our vacation days. No, no, they don't. We get them paid out to us. Yeah. I'm like, what? It was crazy. But that's not what I wanted to talk to you about today, Penny. (laughs) I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you about the fact that, did you know this? You might already know this because I think we've talked about this topic before, but since the, uh, influx of zoom calls, did you know that people are starting to think that they're uglier? Like they're Uh, starting to get body dysmorphia. Yeah. Mm. It's called Zoom dysmorphia. Yeah, right. I'm not surprised. This is wild. Because that is happening to me big time. Yeah. yeah. Like on International Women's Day, every call that I had, they were like, hey. And I'm like, hi, it's International Women's Day. So for myself, I'm going to not have my camera on today. (laughs) It's a no makeup day. So deal with it. Okay. I love that. I absolutely (laughs) love that. I mean, it's really bizarre because it's like a, it's a, you're, we're seeing so much more of ourselves and the more, it's like something about the way the camera also shifts. The flipping. The flipping. Yeah. It's, it doesn't look like how you actually look. So it, okay. But actually what it is, so I've read about this. Mm -hmm. So what it is, is that the camera is flipping your face Mm -hmm which is actually how people see you. Oh, God. I know. That's the worst part. So you're used to seeing yourself in the mirror, which is flipping it one way, and this is flipping it the correct way. But the thing is, what I've read is you are just not used to seeing your face that way. Right. So it, it... You might think, oh, I look ugly, and everyone just doesn't notice the difference. They're used to it. But it's just shocking for you because you're not used to it. Okay, so it's not that you that you actually look worse. It's just that you look different and yeah, different. and you're not used to it. So yeah. what I found really crazy. So I read this article in um, this is so funny. This is a, a Canadian. It's an online one of the first online only beauty magazines in Canada oh, that cute. came out. And I remember when I was working in Toronto back in the day, they they were like up and coming. Um, it's called the Kit, thekit.ca. That's cute. Yeah, and they were like you know really kind of cool and new and like obviously going completely online. That was like very fresh in the moment. And I remember working with them. Anyways, very funny. But they're still alive and well. And this is where I kind of was reading about this. Um, so they sur- so basically what they found is they, they were talking with dermatologists. And I guess dermatologists since the beginning of the pandemic were of course expecting that they would be slow and people would be of course more concerned about other things other than, but their, their appointment rate went way up. Oh, for sure. Like it like skyrocketed. And they said that a lot of people like said something like, uh, so 85% of dermatologists said that patients were actually citing video conferencing as one of the main reasons why they're like seeking cosmetic procedures. Wow. I'm not surprised at all because I, I can't, like, I can't look at myself. Yeah. I just hate it so much. It's 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 not a natural amount to look at your face. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I've, I mean, like, I'm going to start just telling people that I'm turning my camera off because I think... 
Or you like can hide also... your own face. Can't you do that somehow? It's like, because I don't mind people seeing my face, but like, oh, I yeah, just don't want to look at my own yeah, face. Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? Yeah. I want, yeah, I just don't want to. But also like, you. it's nice. If you've been on a lot of calls in a day, it's nice to sometimes walk around a bit. Yes, like I love doing that. Like if you've got that. the um, Bluetooth headphones, then you can go for a little stroll, do some circles around your bedroom. Helps the brain <laughs> keep moving as well. Yeah, right yeah. Um, a couple other things that I just wanted to touch on that that came up when I was doing this research is just something to think about, right? And I think we all kind of know this stuff, but it is kind of interesting when you see it written down very specifically. So um, there's this kind of uh, mental fatigue that we feel um, that basically happens when um, when you look at the evaluation between cost versus reward when it comes to a social interaction. Mm. Okay. So it's like face-to-face interactions uh, have high reward because, you know, you have eye contact, which Mm. is very rewarding. You have, you can see the smiles, you have that kind of like energy. Mm. So it's like the cost is also high on your end because it's, you know, energy, you're giving away energy to this interaction, but the reward is really high. Mm. Right. So it's like, that's, that's, that's okay. It doesn't have as much mental fatigue as when of course you're on uh, you're on a video conferencing tool, you have no uh, like you have no nonverbal cues that you can react to. Mm. There's no eye contact. Think about that, right? There's no yeah. eye contact. You yeah. can't, literally can't have eye contact with someone in a video call. Yeah, right. Because if you're looking at their eyes, then they're yeah, you're yeah. not <laughs> looking at the camera, which is what they would need to see your eyes. It's just so interesting. And basically, um, they're saying that. Um, uh, oh yeah. So the, the chemical that's usually released when you have these, these interactions with people is oxytocin. Ooh, I love that one. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Let's get more of that. You get from chocolate, right? Or is that dopamine? Oh, I don't know. That could be dopamine, but apparently, yeah. And and basically we're missing this from all of our online things. And it, it also makes us so much more tired. So that's why we're so exhausted mm. at the end of a long day of Zoom calls because literally we're not getting anything back. So we're expelling, expelling, expelling and not getting any energy in return. Yeah. I found that super interesting. Um, have you guys heard of the silent meeting format? Ooh. I'm obsessed with it. So they, I better write this down in the notes so I forget, don't forget to link it. Mm. But um, I reckon like everyone should just try it out. But basically the silent meeting is really popular at Amazon and at Twitter and all the big companies. Um, Basically what you do is you schedule time, so maybe 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. um, with the people who need to be in this meeting. Right. Um, And then beforehand you spend 30 minutes preparing a memo so instead of talking in the meeting, mm. you these people spend the meeting time reading Preparing. the memo and commenting on it in oh. the document. So you don't talk at all. And then that. you just go, okay. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that. but that's what's so great about it is the time is set aside for that so that there's no um, confusion or like someone doesn't do it or something. Yeah, or yeah, whatever because is you late. can't like, rely yeah. on people to actually read right. and then come to the meeting. And then also it means that you can just – you know, sit with your camera off. You can do things in a relaxed way. You're not like, you're not um, hoping that you can get a word in if someone's hogging all the space. Um, And also it really forces people to be more mindful about meetings because I feel like 90% of meetings could have been an email or a a really nicely structured message. So 
Um, yeah, I highly recommend if you're if you feel like there's um, someone in your organization that could benefit from that, I'll I'll link it in the show notes. Wonderful. So what's going on with you work wise, huh? Um. Well. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I don't know. Like I just, what's been on my mind this week is like, I feel like if you're a freelancer, you get kind of a unique insight into a lot of different businesses Mm -hmm. and how businesses treat a freelancer is kind of like, sometimes it's a bit of an indication of something. Mm -hmm. Um, so for example, like I think that it's, it's, it's really odd to me that someone would be like, oh, we want you to do a task, but instead of sort of giving you any information about the task. They just text you and say, are you free next week? <laughs> um, and you're yeah. like, well, it depends what for and for how long and what, what info. And then you start the task and you're like, oh, wait, you haven't shared these files with me and blah, blah, blah. So you spend half a day trying to get the stuff together. And it's like, don't treat free. It's not that I care because frankly, it's like, it's your money. If you yeah. want to spend money faffing around, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But like, think about businesses need to be like, if I'm not operating efficiently as a business with every person, including mm-hmm. freelancers, then what does that say about us as a business? Yeah. I don't know. That's just really been on my mind. And like, it's frustrating because I really do want to work with people who, and make progress basically. Yeah. But um, I think a lot of people hire a freelancer because they're like, oh, well, you'll just come in and quickly solve all our problems, right? And you're like, your problems are more than I can solve. Well, yeah. And it's <laughs> sometimes. like, it's about actually like a freelancer is, can can sometimes come in, depending on the type of freelancing, can come in and quickly solve a problem. Let's say mm. you're hiring a visual designer to design something for you. That's a fast task where they can mm. come in and out, right? Um, but if you're wanting someone to help you with your the strategy of your business, first of all, it takes time to mm. onboard this freelancer for them to learn the things that they need to learn. Their work will only continue to get better the longer that you work together. And so, yeah, it's, uh, but there is, there still needs to be, because they're a freelancer, there still needs to be that, that sort of, um, you know, my time investment. Exactly. My time doesn't belong to you. My time belongs to me. And then I pick and choose, you know, whatever, um, we, or like we decide what that means in terms of how much I commit to you and how much I, yeah, for other things. I don't know. It it is a tricky trick because the longer, also the longer you're working with someone, the more it feels kind of like you're Uh, just on the team. A hundred percent. And it's sort of like, then it gets a little bit fuzzy and yeah can get confusing. Yeah. And I mean, like I work in, I do a lot of sales coaching. I do a lot of like revenue strategy and sales strategy. And that seems like one part of the business, but in fact, it is tied to every aspect of the business. Like selling starts before you've met a customer. Um, And so it's like, I have to get my fingers into a lot more of the business sometimes than clients expect. And then when I get in there and I find all this other stuff that's like basically the whole, if you want to sell well, your whole business has to be working well as well. I guess like if you're going to work with a freelancer, just keep in mind that that is a two-way relationship just like any other. Um, You're probably paying a premium to have them come on board. So like make it worth it and commit the time, you know, like schedule it in um, and and get the feedback done in time. 
Yeah. Uh, and just sort of like keep the ball rolling. So yeah, I don't know. No, totally. <laughs> it's it's important to, I mean, for me, it's like, it is a two, a two way street. So it's really important for me that, um, like my clients are reaching out to me when they need me, but I'm also reaching out to them when I, you know, have like, there needs to be kind of like a really nice, um, flow of communication on some sort of tool of some, you know what I mean? That needs to be established. How do we Mm. communicate with each other? How often do we communicate? Um, and what's the, like, for me, I'm always like, like I have a certain amount of time that's committed to, to every client mm. on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. And then if we don't have work that week to do, if if it be, if it becomes a thing where it's like very many weeks in a row, there isn't any work, then we kind of readjust things. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if I'm going to commit this amount of time to you, then let's make sure we're making the most of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know? So I think that's, it's just about being clear about that from the beginning, I think. Yeah. And taking it seriously and yes. committing to it because yes. like some freelancers, and I think I speak from for ourselves when I say this, like we could be an amazing tool. Like we could really boost things up for you. So just like, yeah, don't, I think the word freelancer is a bit misleading in a way. It's like, this is not a random one night stand. This is a yeah. We're in a polyamorous relationship. That's right. And you need to take your commitment seriously. Oh, that's a post right there. <laughs> Polyamory. Comparing freelancing to being a polyamorous person. Done I tootin'. love it. Um, and I've just got one cute little Instagram account that I found recently Ooh. that I wanted to share. Okay. Um, it's called Amazing If. Amazing. If. It's um I'll link it in the show notes. Instagram.com slash amazing if. And it's these two nice ladies who give career advice. And they've got a really cute phrase called squiggly careers. Mm-hmm. So they're all about squiggly careers. Like you might start here and then squiggle over there and then squiggle over here and so on. That's so cute. I thought that might be a cute follow for our listeners. Love it. Who might have squiggly careers themselves. Who doesn't have a little squiggle in their career? Am Oof, I right? Mine's right off the charts. I'm squiggling here. I'm squiggling there. <laughs> Culture. We're moving on to culture, people. And uh, here's the thing. I have recently discovered a show that I really want to share with you because it's very cultural. It's a a culture topic. It makes perfect sense. It's culture in two ways. It's a TV show and it kind of touches on cultural things. Okay. Now the show is on Netflix. So most people will be happy to know. It's called marriage or mortgage. <laughs> and I would like, I am obsessed with the oh, show. Dear. And let me tell you why. Okay. First of all, because it just boggles my mind, the obsession that North America, and maybe this also is same in Australia. And I think this is the same in the UK that on marriage, like the idea of like, and not even marriage, sorry, a wedding. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's the wedding that like people just obsess over this whole thing. Right. It's very important that everybody has a wedding and it's big and it's splashy and it's blah, 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 whatever. So what's so great about this show for it's of course taking place in America. It's actually in Nashville, Tennessee is where most of it takes place. It's great. The two hosts, one is, let me just explain you the premise. Cause it's, it's like, it's so funny. <laughs> right when this, we started watching. So I did make my boyfriend watch this with me and we watched like 
first five minutes and, and Philip looks at me and he's like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, here's the thing. What they're going to do is they're both going to plan. They're going to help them find a house and then they're going to plan a wedding and then they're going to have to choose which one they want. And Philip was like, oh, oh, okay. Like it's just the perfect. They have to choose between a marriage and a wedding and a mortgage yes. and, a, and a house. Yeah. They get a free house. No. So this is the other thing. So they spent, so basically they're like, our budget for our wedding um, is $30,000. And this is like actually what most of them usually have around 30,000. So they can either use that for their wedding or for a down payment on a house, right? Hmm. That's kind of like, they're choosing between these two things. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, in my mind, I'm very pragmatic. So I'm always like, why would Obviously you not you choose get the house? house? Yeah. Weirdo. But anyway, um, <laughs> of course that's not often what, or that's, you know, well, so far it's been sort of 50-50 with mm-hmm. people, but what's so perfect about this show, and this is going to be a bit mean maybe, but it was shot <laughs> just before COVID-19 hit. So there is like a serious, like the stakes are so high because as someone watching, you know that if they choose marriage, like their wedding budget, oh. they, they, they basically have to cancel their wedding. Oh, fuck. And, and most of the time- You're like, like, get the market. Yeah, like do it. Like, honestly, it's so funny. So a couple of people chose uh, wedding. And then at the end of the show, they're like, every like every couple that chooses wedding at the end of the show, it's like, due to COVID-19, <gasps> the couple had to like reduce their guest load. But, but they'd already paid for all these super expensive things like venues and like food trucks. Isn't and that like a helicopters to get them from have a big dumb wedding. It's insane. <laughs> it's so funny. So I'm just sitting there like, I mean, I'm trying not to laugh, but I'm like, <laughs> you like, remember that beautiful house you were shown that you would have had and been living in during lockdown? Yeah. And now you're still in your like one bedroom, tiny apartment because you wanted to have a wedding? Yeah. It just boggles my mind. I do not yeah. get it. Anyways, but the show is brilliant. You have to watch it. Um, I used to have a friend who basically nearly bankrupted herself on a wedding. Yeah. And after her wedding, I was like, I don't think we have similar values. Because she kept yeah. saying, oh, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. What? And I was just like, this does not, I don't understand it. And yeah. so I tried really hard. And I was like, honestly, I feel like for that particular person, it might have been like a really big wedding might have been their one chance in their life to be like the center of attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they didn't graduate from university. They don't really, you know, they're not a career person. So it's not like they're winning awards or getting a lot uh, of people those achievements, yeah. you know? So maybe it was just their one chance to feel special. I mean, I get that. I really get that. And a lot of people um, talk about it in like a sentimental way. They, they blame it on the fact that they, you know, they're sentimental and they want to have this like day where they can remember, you know, and whatever. But isn't it and sad that you have together. to spend so much money well, to that's remember the thing. things? That's the Come thing. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll never forget. And the, the first episode that I watched, it was like, this one, you know, the story was this girl had been to so many weddings, you know, like always a bridesmaid, never a bride, mm. <laughs> you know, this whole story. And, you know, and, and the, so the, the whole thing is that the, the real estate agent is trying to get them to choose house. And then the wedding planner is trying to get them to choose wedding. Right. So they're always like, I mean, that's kind of the fun thing where they're like, well, really blah, blah, blah. How does do the this. real estate agent hold it together? I'd be like, are you a fool? Well, she's a little <laughs> bit of a weirdo herself. Right. So, you know, um, but she's, so the, the wedding planner actually said to this woman when she was like, when she was choosing between, you know, a wedding and a house, she's thinking about it. And the wedding planner's like, 
you can't go to another wedding without having had your own <gasps> wedding. And I was like, oh, I can't believe she, you just, she pulled she, the fucking. She pulled it. And the, <laughs> and the girl was like, yeah. And they chose wedding. And then they had to have like six people at their wedding because of COVID. Oh, see. It was just horrific. Like, I'm oh, just. Dear. Oh, anyway. So I, I wonder if I can get that. Jed to watch that with me. I doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if it were your birthday, which it's, I mean, it's coming. Jed's going to be like, you want to watch a Netflix show on your on birthday? On your birthday? I meant like, you can like, for about a week, you can get away with being like. <laughs> that's true. That's I get true. It's my birthday week. I yeah. wanted to control the Netflix. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, anyway. If you have a bit of travel, if you're missing travel and you mm-hmm. want to get your travel bug inspired again, yeah. there's this show on Apple TV called Long Way Up. Okay. It's got Ewan McGregor in it. Oh, yeah. And his best friend. And basically they ride a, a motorcycle all the way from the bottom of South America to all the way to LA, I think. I'm not up to that episode yet, but okay. you get to see, oh, my God. Oh, like really? the landscapes are just insane, like so beautiful. Um, the first episode I was kind of like, stop talking about your bikes. I don't care anymore. Yeah. So you could, if you're a girl, maybe you could even skip that. No, sorry. That's discrimination. That is actually. If you're a person that doesn't care about motorcycles, you can totally skip the first step. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's good to know. I do like Ewan McGregor. So do I, but I feel like he's one of those people who I'm like, is he a fucking dick in real life? He could be, yeah. Because he does that thing, which I've noticed some famous people do, and also just people in my own life who are not very nice people. Um, they do this thing where they're like smiling and their eyes are so bright and they're looking at you in the eye. And then the minute someone stops looking, the smile just disappears. <laughs> I wish you could see my reenactment because I think I did a really good yeah, job. Yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah. And my other, <laughs> my culture topic today mm-hmm. is about movies. You know, when you're trying to decide whether you want to, what kind of movie you want to watch? Yes. I've started thinking about what I want to watch in terms of like what I want to see and the type of world I want to be in. So, for mm. example, mm-hmm. do I want to see some cute, fluffy knitwear? <laughs> do I want to see a Scottish <laughs> castle? Right. Do I want to see guns or explosions? Okay, hold on. Stop right there. So, fluffy knitwear. Like a fluffy jumper. Yeah, so let's, that's let a, me think that's of, kind a of a movie. So that's kind of a Christmas vibe. So, that's like... Um, um, Diary, whatever her name is. Bridget Jones. <laughs> yes. Fluffy sweater, right? Exactly. And then what was the second one you said? A Scottish castle. Scottish castle. So Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not that that's Excuse Scottish, me, but I've sneezed. So Harry Potter. And then the last one was- Guns and explosions. Guns and explosions. I've got more. Anything with Tom Cruise, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Guys, do you know- the Mission Impossible movies are so much fun. I love Just them. Just don't watch the first one. It's weird and slow mm. and hard to follow. I recently watched the one where he scales the building. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to say. It. And he does his own stunts. He do- I was just going to say that. Sorry. Sorry, Britt. No, I'm I know not it's your happy birthday week. saying that. No. <laughs> Let me finish. No, I <laughs> this is, by the way, your topic. So I love that it's I'm okay, just jumping okay. in. But Kit, our, our uh, producer, is the biggest Tom Cruise fan. So he's going to be really excited that. about where Yeah. I, I used to be like Tom Cruise is a psychopath, but now I really like him. Did you hear about his whole where he COVID like reamed explosion? out all the yeah, yeah. COVID people about Good COVID? for him. Yeah, it was you gotta really, be careful. It was really good. Um, but also he's apparently a perfectly lovely guy. 
Yeah. My only hesitation weird. is like both of his wives <laughs> have literally run from that marriage. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a Scientologist. He's yeah, not yeah. like a Sorry. normal guy. Okay. I like anyway, him as a okay. movie star. Yeah, I, don't, exactly. I don't need to know him as a person. We don't need to know what his religious views are. Yeah. So glad we got to share our, our opinions on Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I've got some more. Yeah. Do me. I want to see a beret or two berets maybe? Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. Do I want to see cigarettes? Oh. Lots of cigarettes, lots of red wine, lots of whiskey. Woody Allen movies? Sure, yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to like come up with things that would be. Or do I want to see friendship? In which case, I would listen to me and Britney's podcast, (laughs) (laughs) which I literally do sometimes when I'm sad. And finally. That's adorable. (laughs) This might not be as funny on the podcast as it was when it happened, but mm-hmm. basically I, my new, uh, one of my new lifestyle habits, which is very brief. Okay. But I've decided I'm going to start bringing in Tortellini Tuesday to my ritual. Love that. Tortellini. in ages. Um, you may not know this, Brit, but Tortellini is a superfood because it increases your happiness. <laughs> Oh, my God. It releases dopamine in your brain. Uh-huh. It has both spinach and cheese inside, which is like vegetables and dairy. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the tortellini that you get, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Shut up. I'm obsessed with tortellini. That's so interesting. I really haven't had tortellini in ages. Okay, guys, it's not a superfood, okay? Okay, and just was, don't I, hold us to that. I but. definitely tried to convince Jed it was a superfood the other day. I was like, did you know that tortellini is a superfood? And he's just like. Looks at me for a He's second. Like 100% not. You know those moments where you're like, have you really lost the plot or are you just pretending yeah, it's like, to have lost the plot? I love, I love when you, because you know someone, when you know them really well, there are some times though where you have to be like, are they kidding? I'm not, I haven't yeah. quite, yeah. I love treading that line. It's yeah, my fave. Yeah. Lifestyle. Why I bet you can't not? wait. I can't To wait. hear about the Britney and Penny lifestyle guide. Lifestyle guide. Lifestyle by Penny and Britney. Would you Can like you imagine? First? Imagine if we ended up like Gwyneth Paltrow and we had a goop, but ours was a boop. <laughs> <laughs> or a poop, like Penny. Boop or a poop. Yeah. Um, or a poop. See, boop has both of our initials in it. That would be good. Boop. There's no O's, but that's just filler. That's just filler. Um, and what we would sell is... Various types of superfood tortellini. Yeah, superfood tortellini. <laughs> that would be that would be the only thing we sell. Yeah, but it would be it would be sold out off the shelves all the time. Yeah, you get on the waiting list, baby. Okay, Brittany, do you have a lifestyle? Well, I, <laughs> I do have a lifestyle. I mean, barely, just barely. And what I'm going to share with you is a uh, a strategy of mine that. I shared with your boyfriend recently, and he was very excited about it and said, you should talk about that on the podcast. So I decided to bring this into our podcast today. And the strategy is my Spotify strategy. Ooh. Okay. That's now, useful. It's Because useful. Spotify is just a big black hole of There's so nobody much on knows. There. There's so much. Well, first of all, I mean, if you use Spotify, you know about all the features, the radio feature where you choose a song and then you can be like, I kind of am in this mood. And then you just choose the radio for that. And you find all of these other songs that are in the same sort of whatever. That's all well and good, right? But what if you don't know what song you're in the mood to to be hearing? Then it's really difficult to, you know, choose a song and then get the radio version of that or whatever. Like exactly. Long so yeah. 
my hack, my lifestyle hack for you today is what I do when I listen to Spotify, I type into Spotify in the search, like in the general search area, whatever it is I'm currently doing. I just type it in. Oh yeah, this is good. And then I play a playlist that comes up. Now, cooking tortellini. Cooking (laughs) tortellini. You can, I swear you could find a playlist that's probably called Uh, cooking tortellini. I've got to look that up right away. Um, Things like reading a book on the couch, you know, like I'll just type that in and I'll have several options. Baking a carrot cake. You know what I mean? If I'm doing that, I'll just type it in. Playing cards at the kitchen table. That's a perfect one. You know, uh, the more specific, the better. And I will say that sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you land on a doozy, but 90% of the time it's epic. Oh, I love that. I just looked up cooking tortellini and I got Italian cooking music. I mean, that's not bad. You that's know? pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Love that. I mean, I've listened to that exact playlist many you times. You could also so. type in crying softly to myself. <laughs> that's right. You could type in Whatever going insane to. in my apartment after yeah. three straight days of lockdown isolation. Yeah. Like I bet you there's so many playlists that are like lockdown insanity or something, you know? Or just had a fight with my boyfriend because he killed my pot plant. Yes. I'm telling you, there's definitely a playlist (laughs) that has like rager rocker music where you're, when you're angry and stuff. Anyway, I think it's brilliant. I love that. So please use it if you want. Good job, Britt. Thanks. Okay. So I don't know, uh, Britt, have you looked at my notes that I've got right here in our lifestyle section? That's a no. Oh, well, damn. Because I put them there. As a, um, what do you call oh, it? Like a, a, a prompt or a... No, what's the opposite of a, put them there to... Trick you. Oh, <laughs> you were trying to trick me. I put them there to trick you. That's funny. <laughs> love well, how long I it can't took be tricked. To, you can't be tricked. So uh, instead of lifestyle, because it's your birthday week, I'm going to do a quiz for you. Oh my <laughs> well, God, I mean, you're going to do... I'm going to ask you some questions okay. and you're going to answer them. Oh my God, this is completely honestly. So this quiz is called 10 Things I Want to Know About Brit. Okay. You don't have to answer fast. It's not a race. Okay, got it. It's not a quick fire. I want the 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 God's given truth. Okay. Is that even a saying? Okay. Question number one. Have you ever been on TV? Yes, I have. Tell us about that. It was back when I lived in Toronto and I was working at this PR agency and I was so excited. I was an intern actually. Cute. And we used to do TV spots all the time. And it's like that hilarious thing that PR, like PR is so funny. They used to do this thing where it's like, you'd have clients and, you know, we'd have like a bunch of fashion clients. And then we would pitch to TV stations and be like, we'd like to come on your morning show and talk about the new spring trends. Yeah. And then you'd bring all of your clients' stuff on there. And you'd, you'd mix it in with some other things too. Yeah. But your clients' stuff would be like the focal point. Yeah. And you'd be like, these shoes from whatever, Aldo or whatever. Florals for spring. Exactly, wow, exactly. So I actually did a segment once because my <gasps> other, my uh, like my manager who usually did them wasn't available or they were like, whatever, she couldn't do it. And so I was like, I'll do it. So I did it. And I was so nervous. I nearly died. And I was talking about, it was, uh, I think it was shoes for spring. So I showed like wedge heels and like two little (laughs) ones and these little flats. And it was really You're like, this is the first step towards me becoming Oprah. I mean, I did want to be Oprah. I know. That's why I'm saying it. Yeah. So I do know a lot of things about you, but some of these things I don't. Okay. Okay. So in your opinion, that's great. Thank you very much. Also, I, I was just like trying to think of like, what are the 10 questions that might be things? Because I feel like I know a lot about Brittany. Yeah. Maybe too much. It's a bit much. <laughs> it's a lot. So, um, okay. Question number two. 
what is your opinion, in your opinion, what is the creepiest thing in the world? Creepiest? Mm-hmm. I'll give you my example. Yeah. I find it. it really creepy when guys whistle as they're walking along the street. Just whistle to That's themselves. That's super creepy. I'm like, are you trying to sound like a serial killer? Yeah. God, I feel like I was working. really creeped out recently and I'm trying to remember from what. Like I was like, That's so creepy. Um, I can't think of that. I can't think of it. We could come back to it. Let's come back to that one. Okay, great. It might come to me. If you could only eat one cuisine for the rest of your life, what would it be? Like as in? Italian, Mexican, Chinese, Australian. Don't do that. Australian doesn't have. Like I know that answer right away. It would for sure be Italian. Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. Like I just love it all. Because that it has variety as well. That's right. And, I but could, I love maybe I could eat Chinese as well. I mean, Chinese, yeah, Asia. I mean, oh, that's a tough one because I do love Chinese. I also yeah. love Mexican. Yeah. It's really tough. It's really tough. Yeah. But I yeah. think Italian has that good range of like. It also, yeah. Italian, it feels like a lifestyle in a, in a way as well. Mm. And I like that. Like, yeah. I like that there's a bit of. Like I, yeah, of course there's lifestyle behind like Mexican and all that stuff, but I feel more, I don't know, drawn to the Italian way. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. La Dolce Vita. As uh, they don't say. mind if I Dolce Vita. Okay. So we discussed Jason Bateman last week, but who yeah. is your weirdest crush? It can be a celebrity or a non-celebrity. It can be mm. the guy that does your foot massage on, on a Tuesday. Jokes. <laughs> but it doesn't have a foot massage on a Tuesday. That does make her sound like a deeper though. It does. I'm like, on Tuesdays, I get my foot massaged. <laughs> Just one of them. Um, okay, my, my what was it, grossest? Weirdest, Weirdest crush. Weirdest crush. Okay. Um, I, well, I really, like when I was younger, I really, really liked like hyper nerdy dudes. Cute. Yeah. Like I loved, like the more nervous and weird, the better. I was just like, yeah, totally into it. So that was really bizarre for my personality. Cause of course, if you really think about it, nerds are terrified of me. Like terrified. (laughs) They're like, she talks loud and she comes on strong. Like that's their nightmare. Yeah. So it was like full oil and water situation. Yeah. I mean, this isn't necessarily a a crush, but this is a funny story of when I, uh, I like asked out a guy uh, at this, I was at this, like, it wasn't, a, it was like a concert kind of thing, oh, but a small dear. sort of like, you know, like small scale concert thing. And I saw this guy and I was with a girlfriend of mine and I was like, oh my God, he's so cute. And he was like hyper nerd, right? <laughs> my friend's like, really? Okay. Yeah. She's like, why don't you go over or whatever? So I went over and I She's asked like, I out. like your chances. Totally. Yeah. She's like, you'll be fine. So I went over, but he was, so, it was so awkward. And we went on a date because I asked him out and we went on a date. And by the way, I used to always ask out guys. That was like- Cute, Prit. Sure. That's so cute. Yeah. So I, I'm a big advocate for that. So if you're thinking about, you know, girls listening- Dude, ask out guys. It's, oh, yeah. It's great. Guys fucking love it they as love well because they're just yeah. like, thank you so much for taking so many tasks off my to-do list. Right? Yeah. Anyway, it was a full nightmare of a date because he was just like so nervous and scared and shy. But, you know, whatever. So it's like, yeah, I had some very strange crushes in my early wow. years. Wow. And also yeah. your name is Brittany. So yes, literally, I know. like when you think about high school movies, it's always like the beautiful blonde called Brittany. Oh, I know. It's I'm, I'm very much a, a cliche uh, when it comes to the blonde Britney. And the beautiful. Bubbly, bubbly, you know. The like, blonde, woo. lovely, beautiful. 
All right, next question, please. Okay. What was your, I think I know a little bit about this, but I want you to elaborate. What was your favorite activity as a kid? Oh, okay. So I guess two things. We were talking about this recently, right? Uh So two things that I used to do with my friends a lot, like from the age of probably like six to 11 or 12 Mm -hmm. when I became maybe uncool. (laughs) uh, Two things we used to do a lot. Every time we got together, we would choreograph a dance and then we would uh, make our parents watch us perform this dance. Our poor parents, like the amount of terrible dancing they had to watch. It would have been so funny though. Yeah, that's true. But they wouldn't have been able to laugh. Right yeah, exactly. But like behind it's a shame. So that, and then the other, the other thing that we used to do is we used to make movies all the time. Cute. We had, like one of our parents had a video camera, those big, like mm. old ones. Right. And we used to, every time we hung out, we would take it and we would do like, we do something, right. We do like cooking shows. Aww. We'd put the camera up. I have so many videos of me and my friend. We used to do cook and we, we we'd put on like full blown, like personalities. You yeah. know, we'd be like, welcome to the cooking show with Brittany and Taryn. And then we'd like, oh God. <laughs> Why do made, I find that not hard to believe at all? It's, it was ridiculous. And we did like, we did uh, commercial breaks and everything where we like sold shit. <laughs> it was so weird. Anyway, um, yeah, I always thought everybody did that when they were kids. And then I grew Cute. up and found out that wasn't the case. No, so. no, they don't. Yeah. I used to bounce on my trampoline. Um, question number six, can you belly dance? Huh. <laughs> Well, you know, I I have I've done a lot of I think I have actually taken some kind of a belly dancing thing, really whether it was like <laughs> through a I can't I just seem to remember trying to do it yeah so that would be a no that'd be a hard no oh okay I thought yeah. it might be a maybe mm-hmm. um okay now this is silly that I don't know this but what is your favorite fruit my favorite fruit is. You know, it's probably going to be a berry. Like, it's probably a strawberry. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think mine is mango. I Mango came up in my brain, by the way. But then I was like, I just eat it so rarely. Mm. Um, I love, a, like, I love a really, really good strawberry. Mm. Or a peach. Mm. Oh, Interesting. Really good peach is really good. And so good to know. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you were a fabric, which one would you be? If I were a fabric, mm-hmm. believe it or not, I've actually thought about this before. <laughs> I've probably asked it to you. I before. think we've <laughs> talked about it. It's one of my favorite questions. I think I would be. Um, uh, I think I would be probably like a linen. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, classic breezy uh, summertime. Yeah, breezy linen. Bree- breezy, but like classy, but also can be, get a little wrinkled, you know? Like, it's like, <laughs> I think it's definitely linen. Love linen. Um, this is a side note. After we finish recording this podcast, do you want to get some cake or something? <laughs> Great. Yes, I do. I just read the next question and I was like, I need cake. Um, <laughs> so pancakes or ice cream? <sighs> That's the question. Sorry. This That's is not still so related tough. to cake. Um, I think I would go with ice cream. Yeah. It's more versatile. That's the thing. You can like have a pancake in the ice cream. You know what I mean? Mm. Not that that would be good, but. It would be weird. (laughs) You can get some similar like cakey vibes. Yeah. And also you could get a waffle and put the ice cream on it. If you could never, I mean, I don't know why I'm asking that, but anyway. Okay. Okay. Last question. And then we'll come back to the creepiest thing in the world. Yeah. Favorite movie of all time. 
Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. Okay, favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie of all time. I think... Oh my God. This is that's such a tough question. Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. No. <laughs> I've never seen that. Apparently it's quite racist. But yeah, well, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That, those were the times to be racist, apparently. That's your shtick. <laughs> I mean, what movie have I seen the most times? Maybe we I could tell you that. Because mm, then I don't okay. know if it's my favorite. All right, anymore, I'll rephrase you know? the question. <laughs> what movie have you seen more times than any other? Okay. That then I am, I'm a bit sad to say this, but it's love actually. <gasps> Why are you sad to say because that? Because I think that- You watch it every Christmas, right? show, Yeah, I didn't watch it this Christmas because literally I've just seen it too many times. I think I did. Did I watch it this Christmas? Christmas? It's a, I think you did uh, Yes, actually. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we and talked I realized about, I hadn't seen it in years. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's a great, yeah, that one I've seen so many times. Like I know it so, oh, Kira Knightley is very annoying in that movie. Yeah. I think she's what? had something done to her chin, I've decided. <laughs> I think she's had it sucked back in yeah, maybe. by surgeons. You know what I just realized? I actually, it could be Pretty Woman. Yeah, I was just going to say that because you definitely know all the fa- words. That's probably my favorite movie, actually, is probably Pretty Woman. Hmm. God, I know all of the words. Anyway, yeah, that's it. Okay, creepy. 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 What creeps Britney out. Actually, you know what kind of creeps me out? This is not a good answer, but um okay, I have two things. I got two things quickly. Firstly, um caviar. I find it really really gross. Yeah. Interesting. I know that it's like, oh, it's so special and you should love it or whatever. Uh, but him. like I'm actually really happy I don't like caviar because it's really freaking expensive. And exactly. it's like how could fish eggs popping in your mouth be a luxury? I just don't get it. So that's the number one. And my second creepy thing, which is Maybe actually just gross and not really creepy, but mm-hmm. like I I get so I get the heebie jeebies, like my whole body goes into like little goopy like feelings whenever there's any kind of um body thing like if I'm watching a movie and they're doing like any kind of even like the most minor surgery little oh, yeah. cut, like mm-hmm. anything. I'm like, oh, and it's really weird because I'm not really that afraid of like needles or cutting myself or anything like that. But it's yeah. just, I can't handle seeing it. I just, no, just no, no, no. Me out. Anyway, that's maybe not like a really cool or interesting one, but if I come up with a better one, I'm going to tell you next steps. Okay, great. Episode. I should finish that word episode. <laughs> Thanks so much for the lovely quiz, Penny. No problem. Fun. It's probably much longer than we were anticipating this episode. (laughs) That's okay. Whoops. Because it's your birthday. Yeah. We have done 57 minutes of pure gold, people. Pure gold, baby. That is what I call content. I wonder if we have any new listeners thanks to my viral LinkedIn post this week. Probably. When I say viral, I don't mean it. <laughs> Free in social media. Just I'll promoting, you know, just yeah. letting you know that we're over here exactly. recording some pods. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I bet you we do have a few new listeners. Well, and then hello hi. to you. If you've made right. it this far, then I truly pity. No, I'm joking. Then we're happy say for you. Because- mean about us. Oh. I'm not going to do that Don't anymore. Do that. Don't throw us in the gutter. Yes, nothing to do with with you. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to wrap this up because I think that's what needs gonna, to happen. Yeah, Are you let's okay wrap with it that? up. You guys, thank you for listening. Okay? And Thanks. don't be a dick. And don't, just don't be a dick. You know? Bye! Bye!
a full train wreck. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs>